Sincerely Your Mental Health, episode four. Uh, this is Savannah, your host, duh. I am really excited to be back. I know it's been long over a week. Um, I've just had a lot of stuff going on. I've really been prioritizing my mind, my body, my soul, and just really focusing on myself. I've obviously come to realize um, without doing that, I'm really not able to produce um, to the best of my ability when there is way too much going on in my head for me to get words out and talk about anything. It's just extremely difficult. I've really been battling with my ADHD recently. Um, I know I've talked about medication before, but I've recently just started a new medication for my ADHD and for the first time, it's the first medication I've ever tried that doesn't make me feel completely sick to my stomach. Um, it actually genuinely has been helping me, which is really amazing because any other medication I've tried, especially because I was taking several, they just did not work well together. Um, and I would literally be bedridden, throwing up, crying, and fucking just sick to my stomach. So started a new medication, which has really been helping me. So I've really been trying to get used to that, um, especially just the daily routine of it, taking it in the morning, drinking lots of water making sure that I'm eating three meals a day. Um, it's very evident and obvious that the gym has, it's been a big part of my life, but it's become a really big consistent priority in my life because it's genuinely been, been really helping me mentally, emotionally, and physically. Um, and that's just been my focus. Gym, mind, body, <laughs> work, just, uh, those are the main things that I've been focusing on. And I know that, um, this is something that's really important to me, this podcast, obviously, and I love the amount of people that reach out to me um, and ask when another episode is coming and how much they've enjoyed it, and it makes me really happy and motivated to do it, but like I've always said before, not that I expect to be perfect, I want to be real and raw and honest, um, but I just want to make sure that when I'm delivering an episode that you guys are actually able to get something from it, and I'm not just on here like yapping away and just... Because there'll be some times where I honestly record and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck you were just talking about. And I'll delete the whole like 20, 30, 40 minutes, whatever it is. It just, it'll all go. And that's just how I am. And that's part of my ADHD is just me being a perfectionist. Um, but yeah, I honestly took a step back because I've really just been processing a lot of changes um, that have been happening in my life. You know, losing just relationships as in, you know, friendships. Um, I'm moving soon. Like I said, my best friend moved here, so just coexisting with someone else all the time. Um, I haven't been going to therapy in a while, so that's been an adjustment. Um, one of the biggest things that I've really, really been dealing with, and I think I talked about this in my last podcast, but it's just really been affecting me lately and something that's big, big in my life is just um, setting boundaries and the results of that. I've been really prioritizing the relationships that I keep in my life and the people that I keep around me. Um, if you know me, you know that I really don't have many friends or people that I keep super close to me anymore. Um, the more that I grow, the more that I realize it's more important to have, you know, quality over quantity. And I was never someone who had like an absurd amount of friends but I did have a really big group of people who were close to me and then as I got older and people started to grow things definitely shifted where I am in my life 
honestly, on a daily basis, I don't talk to anyone. Um, I mean, people that I do check in with, I consider them my friends, and it may be like once a week or a few, you know, sporadically here and there. Low, I really require low maintenance friends. Like, I can't text you every day. I can't call you every day. I honestly sometimes can't even call you once a week. Like, um, I just have a lot going on, and the people in my life that really, really understand that are the people that I hold really near and dear to my heart. Um, so I've really been focusing on appreciating and valuing those friendships over the ones that I've lost to boundary setting, but honestly, it, it's not easy. So as much as I say, you know, set boundaries and, you know, if people don't agree with them, they gotta go. It's really so hard to get rid of them. It's really so hard um, when you've been, you know, used to a friendship or a relationship and you realize that this person is okay not for you because they're not respecting your boundaries they're not respecting what you needed as a person and um just understanding and accepting that this doesn't make them a bad person it just doesn't make them right for you every experience is an experience um nothing is meant to last forever and the people that we meet are truly just lessons and I'm just going to be so grateful for the people that I've met and are still here because they're ongoing lessons and they are people who continue to show me um, what I deserve to have around me um, and honestly anyone that's around me that I've considered my friend um, some relationships expand from like Shania who I met when I was five and there's some people who I met just last year and there's people that I met just this year and even though it sounds like I'm talking about a bunch of people I'm really not I'm talking about maybe three or four <laughs> um, and just really really been focusing on detaching myself from what's not for me and it's honestly just been a ride it's I know it sounds like a lot but anyone who goes through it and is going through like the same things it can be really really flustering um, to just to think about all at once, especially me right now, because I have so much going on, especially moving has been a really big thing going on in my life. If anyone's moved at all, just new permit, new leases, just new responsibility. Um, and honestly, I'm still processing the fact that I'm about to be 24. When I first moved out and lived on my own, I was 21 or turned, just, had just turned 22. And it's crazy to look back and think I've been in my permit for two years and that was such a big accomplishment to me because I never saw something like that happening and now fast forward two years later and I'm moving into a newer bigger apartment and I honestly didn't give myself too much credit at first I just literally signed my lease and I was just like okay cool and then I thought back one day and I was like my best friend I'm like you know two years ago when I did this it felt like such a huge accomplishment um and now I'm kind of just another day in the life but I really just been trying to focus on those small moments and really show myself gratitude and be proud of myself um, for how far I've come and even just um, the consistency I've been able to keep in my life even when things get you know super hard super chaotic um, super crazy but and it's been that honestly I'm just really happy to have my best friend here to help me through it <laughs> um, but I'm really excited to just be sitting here and talking I honestly today just wanted to touch on a few things and then um, next week get into a more in-depth episode where I can really talk to you guys about something um, I've had a lot of questions recently on guests people wanting to come on or asking me when I would be having guests 
Um, and I don't know if I talked about this already, but I'm not planning to have any guests on my podcast until season two. Um, season one, I really just wanted to allow you guys to get to know me and what this podcast is really going to be about. But also with that being said, I just wanted to touch on the fact that season two will be full of guests. Um, you know, people that I feel are a good fit or, you know, make sure we actually have something to talk about. But I also just wanted to say it's not all going to be just mental health, mental health, mental health. I still want to use my platform for other things that I'm passionate about and that I love and, you know, want to be able to talk to people about. So I just wanted this first season to kind of be that broad, you know, thing that I'm really, really passionate about with mental health and just kind of getting it out and getting the base layer of who I am as a person. And then season two, being able to bring on, you know, people in my life or people who have inspired me or really taught me things and just talking about different um different times in my life honestly that's how i look at it um with a lot of the people that i already want to bring on um they're just each you know uh, most of them are, are still a part of my life obviously but um we just went through big phases of certain things together and i'm really excited to sit down and talk to a lot of people about a lot of different things um so i'm really excited for that so yeah season two you can expect guests i'm really excited to um announce some of them but with that, it's just a lot of um, thought and, and a process that goes into that as well because I do live in Texas. <laughs> a lot of the people that I want to bring on don't live in Texas. Some people are going to be coming to Texas for the podcast, obviously, if they're close to me. Um, you know, just coming to stay with me and being able to um, get on my podcast is like really, really exciting. But then there's some people who won't be um able to do that you know obviously due to you know personal reasons or just travel um the set and third who i have to try and figure out how i'm going to be able to um do interviews with them over skype or something like that and i know it probably is simple you know people who have done it but i've never done it so i have to really figure it out um, but things like that are really um fun to me to figure out which sounds super nerdy but once i sit down in front of my computer and just figure out how it all works um then I will definitely I I don't know how many episodes I'm gonna have season one be I feel like until I'm ready to get it to dive into season two I'm just gonna keep going with season one I was honestly thinking like 10 is a pretty good number like let me just do 10 and then from there we can go into season two I'll probably take like a two-week break while I'm planning it out and then when it comes to season two I honestly want to get like multiple episodes recorded and be able to just release them weekly because i've just been realizing that like sitting down recording one day and then releasing it that same day just like the editing process the adding my audio just making sure everything is it's just a lot um to do in one day and complete in one day and then put it out and then do it all over again so like i honestly feel like i'm better with just like a bulk work and recording 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 editing and then just being able to release um you know once a week would be ideal but we'll get there it's a learning process and i've honestly just been really confident in just being real and raw with you guys i think that you guys have really appreciated it which i really appreciate um but i'm not trying to be anything that i'm not honestly i've really just found the confidence in being myself and my real on um my real authentic self um so if that's you know sometimes crazy and chaotic it's crazy and chaotic if it's sometimes or unorganized it's sometimes unorganized you know i hear that they say the smartest people are super unorganized like geniuses so not that i'm super unorganized because i like to be organized but i feel unorganized 
when I'm not releasing episodes or I'm not being productive with it um, but then I go back and forth in my mind and I'm like you're not being productive because you feel this and you're not being productive because you're going through this and I'm like no but you it's just a lot like your mind on AD, um, with ADHD is like really something to get used to it's really truly a, like a battle sometimes um, so I've really just been trying to focus on one thing at a time um, and just specifically mind body and soul so that when those things are really running together like as a machine and clear and concise um everything just kind of like follows after i found this post the other day on reddit when i was looking up my um medication i take uh wellbutrin and i went on reddit to kind of like look up people's experiences with it and i came across this list that was really really interesting and i remember i sat down and read it with my best friend and it was what ADHD looks like to me and I wanted to share this because this honestly made me feel so much better about the fact that so what ADHD looks like to me talking too much too quickly too loudly interrupting people poising over when others speak unconsciously repeating weird sounds I hear rattling off factual information that may not may or may not be interesting um to others which is called info dumping which i found really really interesting and funny because i do this a lot and i'll always say like oh i was feeling such a nerd but like i don't know it just is something that i do um losing my train of thought not being able to get motivated or start new tasks finding monotony and tedium completely unbearable uh fidgeting only getting half through halfway through what i'm doing before moving on to something else short-term memory terrible short-term memory like terrible terrible um relying on heavy lists and spreadsheets to get anything done always having songs stuck in my head constantly trying and abandoning new, new hobbies perpetually underestimating how long things will take staying up past midnight and struggling to get out of bed in the morning missing appointments running late forgetting why i walked into a room the threshold effect <laughs> losing important items online shopping addictions doom scrolling just so many things there was one that was like um randomly just like popping out like in song like randomly just like having song lyrics in your head just randomly like saying it all the time and i do that all the time and me and my best friend have just been laughing about it and like pointing out the moments that it happened because when i used to live by myself obviously i was alone all the time so there's certain things that i didn't realize that i did until she was here and she was like oh yeah you do that. and you do this um and every week or sometimes every day it's a new song and i'm just like <laughs> i just can't help it and like now it's like funny to me but even more so funny because I didn't notice it before there was never anyone around me I was like really always by myself me and my dog so now that there's you know someone here constantly um I'm getting more <laughs> aware with the things that I do and I don't want to describe them as weird because they're not weird it's just um I don't know if the FI described them as coping mechanisms like I don't know if that's what that is um but if you do any of those things, let me know. Because I'm really interested. Because there's, like, the main things that people say, like, you know, people with ADHD, where, like, they can't focus, and they're lazy, and they're just... And it's just those, like, really harsh things. So I thought that was, like, kind of a fun list <laughs> to describe other things that people with ADHD kind of um, go through. And some of them are pretty funny, and, and some of them are... Maybe I'm just, like, coping mechanism is humor, but I think that it honestly just made me feel really, like way less alone i'm honestly super confident in my diagnosis is now where it's like yeah i have adhd i have anxiety this and the third which is also a really other interesting thing because i didn't know that i had adhd until i got older and then i came to learn 
that a lot of people don't get diagnosed with ADHD because there's things that mask ADHD. And one of those things being anxiety uh, disorder. So once I learned that, I was like, honestly, I probably wasn't um, you know, so aware of my ADHD because my anxiety was so through the roof and that was just like so like out there that I had ADHD, I guess that's like the best way to put it. Also, like a mood disorder, impulse control, or substance abuse um, can mask ADHD. Um, so as you get older, and it's interesting because um, statistic-wise, ages 18 through 24, 4.5% of adults have ADHD, and ages 25 to 34, 3.5% of adults have ADHD. I thought that was really interesting as well um, because that's pretty much like the age range of... Um, college students and it's also statistically proven that a lot of people who have ADHD or teens that have ADHD end up dropping out um, and that honestly made me want to look more into like college dropout rates high school dropout rates and just um, kind of diving deeper into if um, you know truly statistically how many people have dropped out of college because they suffer with ADHD and if they know they have ADHD or if they don't know that they have ADHD um, because learning that, you know, like some things such as uh, anxiety and mood disorders like bipolar disorder mask ADHD, it's really, really interesting because even like with a person and myself, I could have been struggling with ADHD since I was a kid and I have no idea um, because I've been struggling with my anxiety for as long as I can remember. Um, and I just honestly, I'm more interested in how that goes hand in hand. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know because I really, really don't. Um, I do know that 41.3% of adults... Um, sorry that's a lie 4.9% of women have ADHD and 12.9% of men have ADHD which is really interesting I know that I think it was last month um was men's mental health or this month November I can't remember I'm so sorry um and so that's a statistic that I wrote down because obviously you know men men's mental health is like such a big thing now as it should be it was one of the main reasons why i wanted to get into barbering because i uh you know as someone who grew up with brothers and you know someone who struggled with mental health even though um you know i was really one of the only people in my family who struggled as much as i did it really became important for me to make sure that everyone feels heard um I was going to say men are a big part of my life, but that sounds weird, but I'm definitely surrounded by a lot of men. I have a lot of guy friends. I have a lot of, um, you know, I have my brothers and a lot of the people who are super close to me, super important to me are men. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that I came to an understanding of how it, you know, affects them as well. And obviously it's really um, interesting in men because a lot of men don't feel comfortable talking about what they're going through um and I do find in myself which I'm really fortunate about and it, maybe it's just the relationship I have with them but um I do feel as though a lot of the men in my life are super comfortable with talking to me about certain things which makes me feel really happy that I'm a vulnerable place for men and for women um because I know that on you know their end of the spectrum it's really it's it was sh a sign of or you know it was declared a sign of weakness or um not manly um to feel things and that's just not true so when i read that statistic i was like that it honestly saddened me <laughs> i think everything makes me sad i'm so sensitive but like um reading something like that it really goes to show um the severity of mental health in both men and women um but most statistics show that a lot more men suffer with certain things um and they just honestly are put in this category where they are supposed to like muscle through 
certain things and that can be really detrimental to one's mental health as a whole so i thought that statistic was really really interesting and i i really wanted to do an episode on men's mental health for the month and bring a guest on here but like i said i was just really distraught with a lot of the things going on in my life so i didn't get to do that but there's definitely going to be a lot of men on here um because i like i said a lot of my friends um and just i'm really excited to sit down and talk about um, their experience with mental health and you know just being a man man with you know suffering with stuff like that because i i can't relate on that level um you know and there's definitely going to be some things that differentiate so i'm really excited to sit down and just learn more about it there's always something to learn um with that being said honestly i wanted today's episode to be not entirely too long but just like catching up um and just being able to put something out there not that i wanted to put something out there half-assed but just so that you guys know that i'm still alive and well and this is still happening (laughs) um i just want to say i just want to say actually i've been seeing um you know i've been super open about my weight gain journey and my fitness journey just because it's been something that's really important to me i really um enjoy seeing my progress and i really um, enjoy putting it out into the world to show people like what's possible and just helping people as much as I can if I have to embarrass myself and put myself on a platform and just like look dumb and do such a to make other feel more comfortable to like get in the gym and like do I'm gonna do that so <laughs> that's really what I've been doing but I've really just been kind of like living in my own world with it um, and I have seen a lot of people really taking um, charge of their life and getting in the gym and changing a lot of things about themselves and just um putting that's like a sense of healing and and self-care and just putting themselves first and really making changes for themselves before that new year comes and new year new me and this year i'm doing this people are starting right now which is really exciting um to see and it makes me really happy so if you're one of them if we talked and i reached out to you if you reach out to me i'm really really incredibly proud of you um and i just can't wait to see um everyone's new new bods next summer i'm so i'm ready for my new bod next summer let me tell you let me tell you something um i turned 24 in february which is so crazy i was thinking about it yesterday and i was like i really wish i could hug the 21 year old version of myself because if she saw um just who i am today mentally and emotionally i think that she would really be in awe of me um 24 is gonna be a ride 24 is gonna have a new bod 24 is just going to be a really happy um more healed version of savannah and i'm really excited for what that's going to bring what that's going to be able to produce and the many stories i'll be able to tell um going into new age so i just want to say that i'm so grateful for all the feedback that i continue to get from you guys the people that reach out to me to see where i am about new episodes um, you guys really keep me on my toes you really push me and you really hold me accountable um, make it easier for myself to hold it, um, myself accountable so I just want to say thank you guys so much um, I honestly don't remember when my last episode came out but I do remember all the love that I got even weeks after it was released people still listening to it posting about it um, and it makes me so happy my heart is filled with joy every time I get a message or just a, just anything um from you guys it's crazy to think that people either look up to me or find me inspiring or just love watching my journey um because yes i am just living and um 
you know, to think that people are watching me and just like really cheering me on is really, really exciting because there's a lot of people that I'm just watching and cheering on and, you know, I'll reach out here and there in the center third, but there's truly a lot of people that I don't speak to on a daily basis or even really know like that, but I can see from a mile away um, how hard they are truly working to better themselves and that makes me really happy. So there's a lot of people I'm rooting for and I know there's a lot of people that are rooting for me and I'm so incredibly grateful um, to you guys. I hope that everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving with your families. That was another thing that was a little bit hard for me because I didn't get to go home to be with my family. This is my third Thanksgiving that I've spent in Texas without my family and it's a little rough but every year it gets a little bit easier. I can't go home every holiday, that would be insane. Um, I do get to go to Dallas for Christmas to see my family. My mom's flying down so that kind of held me over this Thanksgiving. Um, I just want to say that I'm super thankful for you guys. I hope that you have an amazing holiday. Um, I hope you put up your Christmas trees, real Christmas trees, um, <laughs> and you just enjoy your families. Uh, anyone who has any questions for me, anyone wants to reach out about season two um, as far as being a guest, please do, because I definitely want to connect with more people, see who would be comfortable, um, just kind of see um, you know, if we have a connection, if we'll be able to talk, mingle a vibe, um, and then we can talk more about when we'll set up season two and my guest i want to thank you guys so much for listening and for tuning in even though it's been a while since i've released um you guys are the best and i'm super grateful for you and i woke up really grateful today just for this journey and this ride which is why i chose to record um because i know that even if there's not a lot of consistency here at the moment um i have a lot of support behind me so it makes me really happy so once again thank you guys for listening and i will see you on my next episode i hope you guys have a wonderful day and an amazing week. Bye-bye.